We're on the road. Where transportation goes, community grows. Welcome to On the Road with the MTA. And welcome to another edition of On the Road with the MTA. I'm Jay Gibbons alongside with Stephanie Kay from the MTA. She's sitting right over there. I am, and I'm shivering because I'm cold. It's raining out. It's cold. I don't like this weather. I know you do. It's Michigan. This is what you're supposed to have. I know. As much as I don't like this rainy weather right now, I'm going to love it when it's snowing like in about a month from now. I wish I had it. You can be up in the Marquette area where they had 16 inches of snow. Stop it. Really? Mm -hmm. Like today? Yesterday? Uh, uh, I think yesterday or the day before. 16 inches of snow, really? Heavy, heavy wet snow. It'll be gone by the weekend because it'll be yeah. like 70, but that's that's Michigan for well, you. I just went to visit my friend in Elks Rapids, and she had said that she definitely needs the snow because that's what brings the tourists up for mm-hmm. skiing. So I guess it's good for some things, but I'm just not ready for it just <laughs> yet. I'm still talking about tans here in the studio people had from being out. Uh-huh. I know. You know you can get, still get a suntan in the, in the winter. Yeah, from the sun. That's true. It I might know. be a little cold to wear a bathing suit, but you know. Uh, I'd rather have the sun on the beach in the sun, but thanks anyway, Jay. <laughs> anyway, we're out and about talking about, now think about that. Think about being homeless when it is raining and cold like this. And this, that's a yeah. lot of people out there that are homeless wouldn't even realize. In the summer, like the wintertime when it gets even colder with the snow and the ice, even in the summertime when it's nice but it's hot, 90 mm. degree weather, can you imagine being homeless then? Yeah. I can't even imagine, I should say. But I had a chance to go to the Shelter Flint Breakfast just recently, mm-hmm. and I must say they did an excellent job with their breakfast and getting the information out there about what they do in the community. And I'm so grateful to say that we have two wonderful people in our studio today from the Shelter of Flint. We have Shelly Hoffman, who I've known for years. What is your title now there at Shelter? Development Director. That's a lot, because you develop dun, dun, a lot. Dun. And invite who, please introduce who you've invited today. And uh, Emily Wheat is with us today. She is our Path Outreach Manager. Oh, you're the one that took the food out to the people that might be on the streets after the breakfast. Is that correct? That's correct. I love that you guys do that. Jay, they had the most wonderful breakfast. And afterwards, Shelly had said, yes, we're going to go out and take it to the people that are homeless out on the streets. People don't think about doing that. They throw it away or they give it away to yeah, somebody else. That happens a lot. Box up and take it home. You guys do so much for the community. And I just want to thank you. And Shelly, you, I think, were instrumental on in putting a video together that we saw during that breakfast. Was that your doing? I did work on that, yes, yes. along with uh, ABC 12. They helped a great deal in putting it together. Yeah, it was Angie Hendershot. She was there, and she was doing all of the, um, the hosting, and she did a great job with that. Um, and it, the video showed where people, Jay, you, know, you and I think, well, okay, homeless, how they get to be homeless. It could be either one of us. It could be any oh. of us, anytime. Yeah. One, like you said before, Shelley, one incident away from losing your job, becoming homeless. The one lady had been attacked and she had been actually paying her rent, but when she was in the hospital, they came to her to say, well, I'm sorry, we're going to have to evict you. She'd paid her rent, but they didn't think it was going to be, a, a didn't look good for the apartment complex because she had been, what? I know, I know. Can That's you, ridiculous. And it happens all the time, right? It does. Um, two of the testimonials that we had from clients at our breakfast yesterday, two of the four people, they were paid up on their rent. It, it wasn't as if they weren't paying rent and got evicted. One, the landlord wanted to give the home to someone else. And it seems like an easy transaction. Okay, I pick up and move and go somewhere else. But when you don't have a lot of money, that's not an easy thing to do. And when you have no support system, it's even harder. So to think about um, being evicted and having to move somewhere else, you have to come up with your first month's rent, you have to come up with your last month's rent, Mm -hmm. you have to come up with a security deposit, and you have to come up with um, 
the expenses to move. The, the expenses mm-hmm. to move. And not only all of that, you have to find affordable housing. Yes. And if you have any sort of voucher that helps you with that housing, government-funded vouchers, yeah. those places have to undergo an inspection too and it becomes even harder and harder for people to move into these homes and right now we have low housing stock and high rental prices and it's causing a perfect storm um, to create more homelessness in our community. You know, you think about children being homeless, and you just your heart goes out to them. And this one little boy, they'd ask, you know, what do you want for Christmas? He said, just my own pair of shoes would be great. I mean, isn't that sad? That's just so sad. I know. It really is. And they said, for my mom to be able to get a house, I can live with my mom. Because the shelter takes anybody in. Is that correct? We Pretty are much. a family shelter. So we take um, women, women with children, and men with children. Okay. Or, or couples. But we, we simply, we just don't take single men. Well, there was one gentleman who was homeless in the video, and he said, okay, I'm homeless, so I, I, I sleep in a blanket. You know, I'm cold. He said, people will come up and spit on me and kick me and just mistreat me because I'm homeless. They think that I'm, I have no feelings or that I'm not worthy. And he said, I just need a home, and they're, they're treating him that way. And now, Emily, you're on the streets like that. You must see that all the time. Yes, I do. A lot of folks that are not able to get into shelters due to different reasons, mental health, um, co-occurring disorders with drug abuse or substance disorders, um, just behavioral issues that have caused them to not be able to enter the shelter or the shelter is full. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So then they have to they stay outside. And that's where the PATH program then we can enroll you and, you know, help support you while you're outside until your options become available and then help you assist you looking for alternatives, um, whether that be obtaining Social Security benefits we have a SOAR caseworker on our team. Um, or, or VA. A lot of these are veterans, too, A lot of they? veterans and connecting them so with veteran sad. services, yes. Um, and, you know, getting them put onto the Section 8 waiting list and supporting them through that process. We can also help with first month's rent and security deposit. Um, oh, good. Turning in applications to different housing. Well, some of them don't have any computer obviously they're homeless no. they can't get online they can't just get online and apply for something no. now when you took the food out to people i think they're just so commendable how do you find the homeless where do you go to find them how do you know where they might be just drive around and just look for them look wow. for them yeah okay. over the time period of the experience that i've gained as you know kind of knowing some of the hotter spots right um in the in the downtown area especially it seems uh it's easy to find people close to the resources like oh, catholic sure. charities or um certain facilities where there's a lot of abandoned houses there you'll, you'll often find um people staying there together down at the flint river area is real popular especially in the summer that is to feel dangerous for you at times too isn't it because they don't know why you're approaching them or why you're giving them food do they ever do they ever get apprehensive and think you know i don't want the food or do they ever turn it down um, no, I don't ever really have that. I think for the most part, um, we're careful about our approach and, and careful with what we say. And, you know, of course it takes a long time to build a, a relationship with someone in that situation. And, and we, we're patient with that. And at some point we finally can enroll you in our program. We'd be more than happy to do that. And otherwise you can just remain a contact that we look out for and help. And, well, if you've ever come across veterans, there is the Veteran Administration. I'm sure you guys know about this, oh, but yes. they have these great big backpacks worth about $500. They have these nice blankets inside, and they have everything they might need, you know, oh, hand warmers. Awesome. They are yeah. amazing, but they're looking for the veterans that might be homeless yes. to help them. So I'm sure you've worked with them, but yes, that's. I just sure. went to a chamber today, and I saw uh, William Palmer. And I've seen these backpacks in the past, but when you hear it again, it just reiterates the need out there and yeah. trying to find people that do need that because 
they are homeless. You can't call them. You can't find them. They're 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 hiding or they're trying to stay warm. So what you're doing is tremendous, which is Thank commendable. You. Thank and you. I know you guys do a lot more than that. So Shelly, tell us something else you guys do. I know it's just not that <laughs> so much. Well, aside from the great work that Emily and her team do out in the field, I mean, they're just amazing. I am I'm just blown away by the work that they do with people living outside. Um, But in addition to that, we do have the 70-bed emergency family shelter where families live with us um, around the clock until they are able to find a home of their own. And while they're with us, we provide programming to them, um, enrichment programs, for adults and for children and activities and um, field trips. Um, Some of our clients went to the Art Institute for the first time a few weeks ago and to the the Flint Public Library for the first time a couple of weeks ago. And they were just, they were overwhelmed by the the resources that were available in those places and the beauty of those places as well. So not only do we provide shelter and case management to move people into housing or to get any of the supports they need, the social security income that they are entitled to, um, or any other assistance or housing vouchers, um, we're looking after the whole person and the whole family. And so in addition to our outreach and our shelter, we do also have a permanent supportive housing program. And we have amazing staff in all of our programs, and that one is no exception. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they are case managers who work with people, some um, of the programs that they work through are for eligible veterans. Some That's are good. for people with disabilities. Anyone sure. in the family who has a disability makes them eligible for this program if they are homeless or at risk for homelessness. And it's a program that gets them into housing and keeps them there. So it provides the um, rent support that they need to successfully sustain housing. And they also come and visit the um, the folks in their homes to make sure they're getting everything they need and um, and thriving in their new homes. That's amazing. They have nice meals there as well. They feed people, right? At, At our shelter, yes, yeah. we do um, serve three meals a day, nearly forty thousand meals a year. Wow, I think. wow, that's so. A where lot. do you get your funding? Like that's <laughs> a lot of money that takes you know to to feed people and to house them mm-hmm. and to give them all these resources. How do you find your funding? The bulk of our funding is um, federal funding that comes through various fiduciaries. Um, we, <laughs> it's mostly HUD funding, but okay. it comes through the city of Flint, Genesee County, through the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services, through Good. the um, Michigan uh, Housing, Michigan Department of Housing. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it's one of those big acronyms. Or you take, take donations as well, and, right? And also through generous funders and private foundations and corporations. We had a lot of really great corporate sponsors Good. for our event this week. Oh, yeah, I saw that. It was really nice. And I want to donate. When you saw that on the video, it's like, you, you just want to give. You just want to give mm-hmm. as much as you possibly can. And I love that. I mean, it's the people did, I saw them get count their phones, and they were doing, like, you had the little... Uh, a little app to put on your app. You could do a, use your credit card, yep. or so. If somebody wants to still donate, is there a website they can do this with? There certainly is. They can go. <laughs> well, please tell us about that, Shelley Hoffman. <laughs> what might that be? You can go to shelterofflint.org/donate and make a gift today to support the work that our staff 
do to make sure that everyone has access to safe, affordable housing. Can you put it towards what you want? Like, I want this to go for the three meals a day, or I want this to go for clothing, or I want this to go for shelter. Can they say something what they want it to go for, or just, just don't give a donation? It would be best if they chose to um, direct it to where the most need is, um, because that fluctuates oh, okay. greatly, okay. Um, depending on the funding sources that are available to us at any time. So for instance, um, the meals are almost entirely covered by uh, federal funding that we receive. Okay. Um, we do occasionally ask for sponsorships for meals. So um, when, when the when demand is high or funding is low, but it's not a constant demand that we gotcha. have for, for funding. Um, we do have different uh, programs that people could support. We do have an Adopt-A-Family program. Oh, what's that about? Okay. Uh, that's something that we do at the holiday time, and we've um, moved into doing it as a gift card program. We take families who are in our shelter or in all of our different programs, clients, and give to them gift cards that we collect from generous donors so that they can buy gifts for their families for the holidays. Oh, that's very and, nice. And so it empowers the parents to make those decisions for their children, of sure. what they're going to get them, and, and gives them the joy of of picking out the items for for their children. Oh, I do like that. Well, I know MTA is very happy and honored to be able to work and partner with you because we've taken some of the people to, I think it was a library. We took them uh, the last trip, or we're, I think we're doing a trip for you coming up as well. I the 29th. believe we're going, you're going to the library coming up. Maybe and I think it is. Porter, but we could take an orchard too. Yes, and to Porter's Orchard. Yes, there you go. That, I know. And that's another um, sort of corporate sponsor. They, Our uh, program coordinator who works with the children and adults in the shelter yeah. called them up and said, I'd like to bring some folks out. And they said, great. Wonderful. We're going to give them cider and donuts Aww, and a hayride. Cool. And, and MTA came on as a partner to transport them. So yes. um, our clients in our shelter are going to have a wonderful fall day I at the orchard. That. And I, I hope that. the weather's good. Oh, me too. Well, this weekend is supposed to be beautiful, like 70. So let's just hope that's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it could, it oh, yeah. could be. I know. Well, no, I do. We would love people to do that. And I, I know um, Ed Benning, who's our CEO, he's always thinking about how we can get children to be more active, like to learn about the library. So he's talking about making a program going down in the inner city and bringing the kids to the libraries, maybe even to the Slow Museum. Some of these kids have never stepped foot in a library, like you had said. They don't know what the resources have books and they have videos and they have games and they have just so much they can learn and get their own their own little um, library card. And that's theirs for free. So that's that's wonderful. So we love doing that. I know just to help a child like that and isn't, some of the adults too. Isn't it great that all of these community organizations come together yes. to do this for people in our community in need? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I know. Well, you have had so many wonderful jobs and you've done a great job at each one of them. But share with me, if you don't mind, what you were talking about at the table, the breakfast. You said, I can't believe that I fell into this. And it was so, how rewarding it is for you to help out so much of the community. So most of my career has been, been spent in higher education and reproductive rights. And basic needs was not something that was really on my radar, which is what homeless services, homelessness services is. And um, I, I saw this position and I, it looked really interesting and I learned a lot more about the organization and it seemed like something that I could really um, get excited about mm -hmm. and I came on board and when I met the staff who I now work with and saw 
they do in our community, what they do for people in our community to just absolutely transform their lives. And they do that with so little. I mean, our resources are just razor thin. And what, what the staff who are working directly with clients are able to do to change their lives is just something that moves me every single day and inspires me and makes me want to get up and do this work. That's awesome. Well, I, the video you put together was wonderful because it was talking about one woman who had actually been um, raped in the, the, mm-hmm. uh, the apartment complex. Said, this is not really a good um, uh, PR for us. So they kicked her out of her home. They kicked her out of the apartment. She was there. She stood up and said, I'm here. I'm a real person. It wasn't just a TV commercial actors saying, well, this could happen to you. It was a real people and they were there that day. And it just made a difference to see that you found them and you did make a huge difference in their lives. And now she has her own place. And I know, how long have you been there now, Shelly? Um, just about three years. And Emily, what about you? About two years. Okay. So where did you come from? What was your background? Um, I had criminal justice background. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, that kind of helps you too with when you find somebody, they're homeless. If they do have mental illness, you can help, help direct uh, them to the right Mental illness areas. is part of the criteria to be in the PATH program. So that is essentially the entire clientele that we serve. Yes. Um, I found that in criminal justice, um, it's a little too tough for me, and I have a bigger heart than that, so this is a good fit for me because I can be super kind to people. What's one of your best success stories that you can remember that that just caught your heart that thought we made a difference, that we were able to help somebody? Um, I met a a man who was living in a tent behind Powers High School, and we worked on building a relationship with him, and in the middle of that, he... Um, had a heart attack and had to go to the hospital and have a pacemaker put in. We supported him through that journey and um, it was very emotional and trying for him, as you can imagine. Um, he was a veteran. We connected Aww. him with veteran services. Good. Um, they were able to put him in a hotel for his recovery from the hospital and paid for that while we continued to work with him. Um, we got him put on the housing um, list. We also were able to obtain his social security to benefits, which he had lost because he just had been homeless in transit and hadn't followed through with appointments and keeping up with all the, you know, updates that they need to do. So um, we worked a lot with him to get those benefits back. So he has an income now. Um, He recovered from his pacemaker surgery well, and he is living now in a a two-bedroom, a private landlorded apartment, has cable, his his income back, his... Mm -hmm his um, food allowance money and um, a bicycle. I and love he's it. Super happy. He's oh, probably one of the did. happiest clients that we have. <laughs> I love that he's story. He's been successful for nearly two years now. So good for him. Yeah. I'm so glad to hear that. It's wonderful. And we keep in touch with him. He's not in the program any longer, of course, because he's housed. But yeah, um, it, it's that relationship that you build with the people. Then sure. sometimes you're the only one that they have. You know, they they'll call and say. Uh, can I put you down on my emergency contact paperwork for my family doctor? Because they don't have anyone else. So Aww. they still reach out and we check in and make sure they're doing all right and give them the things they need here and there if they're running short on something. How rewarding is that? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I know I was able to go to in Detroit and we saw these little tiny houses and they're built for the same purpose. Veterans that might be homeless. Sometimes if somebody has got an incarceration, they, they never had their own place. So they have this little tiny home that has everything that they possibly need. And there's talk about building that here as well. So I know Catholic Charities is involved with that. So that might be something that can help the homeless and the yeah. veterans. That'd be great. Any housing is great. I know mm-hmm. you've had great success stories. It's probably hard to find one. What's what's the one that like hits home for you the hardest? Like that, that really pulled at your heartstrings. You saw somebody really make a big transition from having the shelter Flint's help. 
I, I think I would have to go back to another of Emily's clients, and I, I didn't actually witness this, but she told me about this client. Um, there was a woman who Emily ran into down by the river who approached her, and she had been beaten. <gasps> and, oh. and um I mean, visible bruises all over her face, and yeah. um, she didn't have act. She she had had her purse stolen, Aww. living um, outside, and her debit card was taken, and so she didn't have any access to her income. Oh no! And Emily and her team worked with her to get the things that she needed, and and the oh. thing that really struck me about it was the the dedication that Emily had to that yeah. as well, because Aww. she she worried day and night about this woman Aww. until she could get her the help that she needed and get her indoors. Do you have an update on her, like where she might be staying now? Uh, she was at the shelter of Flint uh, ago. Um, she, what, what made her, her case so difficult was um, she did suffer from some mental illness, and so she was under the impression that if she stayed put at the Flint River, the persons that were responsible for robbing her would come back or the police would and in fact turn her purse in to her so she was not going to leave without that purse oh and it took us weeks of of working hard with her to get her to trust our word and trust us that we had her best interest in mind and it was not safe for her to continue being down there alone oh goodness she was being assaulted regularly and um, yeah, we, we got her out of there and got her debit card back for her. Oh, and good a new for you. Unmailed, and so she had her income back and connected her with mental health services. That's a, another big piece of what I do with all, oh, that's so all important. the people I work with. That yeah. is so overlooked. It's like, ah, nuts are there. You know, just, they're crazy Malone. No, that, that they need the help. That they, they do. And you can't see it like a bruise on your face, like if somebody's been hurt, like you said, beaten up. You can mm-hmm. see she needs help. You can't tell sometimes if people are even depressed or suicidal or mm-hmm. that I'm so glad you're there to help them because that's important. Where do you take them? Like, where, how do you direct them when they have that issue? Uh, well, part of my program criteria is that you do suffer from mental health issues. So if you've been out of services, which is so common when you're transient, you know, who can keep an appointment, who remembers to take their meds, you're getting them stolen from you. They're getting rained on. So we start the process right away of connecting you back with Genesee health systems, which is our community mental health. And they're um, wonderful. Letting them use our phone to do the access, to do the intake, giving them a ride to do the intake and the access. You guys are like angels. So really, when you think about it, (laughs) Shelly's point, you're the the angel. (laughs) No, truly. I mean, that's that takes dedication and just such passion. So thank you for what you're doing. You don't know Mm -hmm. who you might be saving. Wow. That's I'm impressed with both you girls. That's why I asked you to come on, because I know you've been on before talking about things, but this is so important. Do you have any fundraisers coming up or anything people can help you with besides the donations that we can make from hearing your stories? The Adopt-A-Family program is something people could support. Okay. And if they were interested, they could email um, Adopt-A-Family, and that's adopt-a-family.org, <laughs> uh, or I'm sorry, at, at shelterofflint.org. So adoptafamily at shelterofflint.org. And um, we can send you information about that. And I'm sure if you just Google that, that's going to come up. So even if you don't know the exact dash, you know, if you just Google. You probably shelter. have a link on your website, right? We do. Yeah, so you if you go to <laughs> shelterflint.org yep, yep. slash donate, yeah. there you go. There you go. See shelterflint.org. Yeah. Yeah. Get you there for just sure. Just remember that. <laughs> 
Well, you guys, I know that you were busy and you had to wait for us because we had a little mishap of what day you guys are going to come in. But so thank you for waiting for us. Thank you for being here. Thank you for what you do in the community, both of you. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you want to cover before we say goodbye to you? Let's just get back to your busy times. Thank you so much sure. for having us on and for caring so much about oh, absolutely. people that um, we so easily pass by. Mm-hmm. Let me ask thank you one thing. I know when you, yes, you're well. I know it, when some, let's just say I donate $100. What does that buy? What would $100 buy for somebody in a shelter? $50, $100. Like what, what would that actually buy for somebody? Because sometimes they want to put their amount of money with something they can actually help or do. Is that a difficult question? Because it's... <laughs> we do have a wish list. Oh, and there you go. so if people wanted to purchase things on the wish list, um, that would be a way to see exactly where... Um, dollars are going. Okay. So um, gift cards for client needs are are needed. Um, so we have different funds available to help clients, but sometimes they're depleted or um, they don't exactly cover the thing that that client needs. So having flexible funds to be able to help clients when they need it with what they need is so is really important there is a wish list on your website like maybe you know mary needs a pair of socks i mean is there like a wish list of that kind of not sort of thing? individuals okay. but of items that each of our programs need to provide to clients okay. so sheets and socks and sleeping bags and um hand warmers and okay. adult underwear but all so, brand new because you don't want somebody bringing in something that's going to be dirty or you know right we, we simply new. don't have the staff to, to clean things to clean and, and yes. process and, and the space to store right so brand new things well that's good you know for christmas i mean i'm i want to do something for other families at christmas my mom always made us not made us she allowed us as children to go to the great big christmas tree in the mall and you could take off a wish list you could take off a bulb of like what a child needed and to me that was the most rewarding to be able to buy kids something for christmas like that so I mean, that's kind of what you're talking about doing really right with your wish list i mean you have you can make sure they get what they want for christmas Yes, we do that through the Adopt-A-Family program with okay. the gift cards. Okay. Well, socks are so important to me. My, my feet are always freezing. I found a pair of socks called uh, something wool, um, safe wool or steel wool. Smart wool. Smart wool. Thank you so much. And they, <laughs> I should get a credit for this one, right? And they're cushy. They're wonderful, like $15 a pair, but they're so wonderful. I thought these families will never even know what that feels like to have something that nice. So I want to buy him a gift card for <laughs> Smart Wool. But no, that's good to know. Thank you guys so much for coming in and helping us with this. And and Jay, doesn't it make you want to give when you hear like this? Absolutely. I know. Smart Wool socks and you name uh, it. <laughs> but I mean, we have children. Think about when you go to bed. Sometimes I'm still cold. My feet are cold. I have socks on. I put my electric blanket on. I'm in a comforter. When you're out inside, you don't have any of that. Right. You're freezing. And if the shelter is already full, you have to find a, like a warmer place to go. Where do they where do they find warmth in the middle of winter? Uh, abandoned houses. Oh. Yeah. Abandoned buildings, folks that and you know sleep down by the river. Why is it down by the river such a, a collective area there that they like that? Is it more I private? I would say there's a lot of little cubby areas oh, that okay. you can kind of swing into and have a little private maybe spot. It's certainly very popular in the nicer weather because you're down there by the river. You can kind of turn it into what my one client stated as camping. Aww. Uh, without a tent, of course. Right. But, um, so, yeah, I do do have a lot of clients that are going to weather the whole winter outside this let me year. Ask, let me ask you one thing about this, too, because a lot of people will say, oh, when you're getting off the expressway and somebody's asking for money, we'll work for food, they think, oh, they don't have it. They have more money than we have. So what do you say about those kind of people with the signs that you see? What would you say? 
Sometimes they're not always as much a need, but if there is a need. I would say that probably 90% of those people are in fact homeless and we make contact with them. And there's also a possibility that they could be struggling with um, some sort of substance use and a mental health issue. Okay. I have found that um, a girlfriend of mine told me this. She keeps a little Ziploc bag with her and it has Kleenexes and it has a candy bar and it has um, like a $5 gift card to Wendy's. She'll give them that instead of cash. Yes. Or we'll go to meet with one of them if they're one of our clients and they'll have pizza boxes and coffee cups. And so people are giving just food instead of money or items, a coat, a pair of slippers, you know, a hat, whatever. That's what I try to tell people. It's like, oh, they probably have more money than us. And I was like, well, maybe they do, but if they don't, wouldn't it be better to give them something to eat than to just give them cash out of your pocket so you don't feel yes, like you're being taken advantage I, of? I, they do not have more money than us. Oh, no, no, I know. No, <laughs> no but there was a thing, I think, uh, CNN or someplace, that this man went around the corner and got into a Cadillac and drove away. Yeah. He was making more money doing this. And that's not usually the case, right? right. If, they're, if they're out in the so. cold, they need something. In yeah. Genesee County, probably no. Yeah. yeah. Right. I'm sure right. there's scams and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. But people, not, people I think you're that right. Not here. Not here. Well, I just want to set that straight to that. Yeah, if somebody's out there in the cold or they're hot, they're, it, they must need something. So I keep, uh, sometimes I'll have bus passes and I'll give them that and I'll say, you can go to the shelter and you get something to eat with this. So, you know, that's a way to help out. What Buy a bus pass. That helps. Yeah. Well, I think I got, I've kept you guys long enough and I do want <laughs> you to get back to work and help everybody. So we're going to say goodbye to you. And thank you, Shelly. And thank you, Emily, so much thank for coming you. in. It's been very, very helpful. And hopefully if anybody heard this and they'd like to donate, it is theshelteroffflint.org forward slash donate. Yep. And I'm going to do it, too. All right, Jay. Me, too. Me, too. All right, good. It's yep. a good Christmas gift to give Absolutely people, Absolutely, it? it is. Yep. All right, well, thanks for coming in, girls. And please listen every week on the road with the MTA, Jay, and Stephanie K. That's it. We try to bring you great things like this, information, and helpful things in the community. Every week. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to On the Road with the MTA. For more information on our services and community outreach, visit us online anytime at www.mtaflint.org. And be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. The MTA, your community, your connection, your way.